1: B Nation, welcome back to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. It is Thursday. I was getting ready to say Tuesday. Got another edition of the big show coming up and got a lot to talk about today. Had a show already scheduled to talk about some things. And then, of course, some stuff came up. There's obviously... Some news that broke today for Notre Dame, some good news for Notre Dame, and we'll dive into all of that good stuff today. Really got a fun show planned. It's going to be fun for me. I hope you guys enjoy what I'm going to talk about as much as I'm going to enjoy talking about it. And So uh, we're going to continue diving into this Notre Dame football team for 2024, but we're going to begin the show talking about Chad Bowden, the latest that came out today, what we've heard from sources and and what his plans are, what all this means for Notre Dame, then we'll dive into some talk about Riley Leonard. I'm going to uh, clarify what we know about his injury and and where he's at and what's going on. But then also, I want to dive into how I think this injury situation with Riley Leonard in so many different ways is, get, it, I think, if handled correctly, and I have confidence that it will get handled correctly, is going to be a blessing for Riley Leonard, but then also a blessing for Notre Dame because of how it's going to impact Riley Leonard and just kind of how all that how all of that pans out, and then I'm going to dive into uh, the next edition of the, the um, off-season overview, which I'm going to try to knock out here for these next couple of weeks. And today, we're going to talk about the linebacker position. We're going to talk about what was lost, what returns, um, what's new, what are some key questions. Is this a strength? Is it a concern? You know, at this point in time, heading into the spring practices, and then we'll talk a little bit about the 2024 Notre Dame defensive class. Now, that part of the show may get cut at the end. It just depends on how long we go with the other topics. And then I'm going to try my best to do a mailbag at the end. There are some questions that got in today. Ryan is going to jump into the back end here in about an hour or so and try to star some more questions. So I'm going to do my best to do a mailbag because I know there's a lot you all want to talk about. So go ahead and get those questions in now. Put MB uh, colon and then your question that'll make it easier for Ryan and I to also go through and find these questions because I know there's a lot you guys want to ask me about. And there's already five questions in there already. So we'll get to that. Then of course, tomorrow we're going to have a recruiting hour and then we're going to do back-to-back recruiting hours. We're going to have one on Friday and then one on Monday, because I'm not going to be available to do a mailbag on Monday because that is the day that they're starting demolition in our house and we don't get to move into the new place yet or I won't get to get into the new location where we're going to do the show yet until Tuesday. So we're going to, it's going to be a few days before y'all see me. That's why I wanted to make sure we had a mailbag today so I can answer any questions that you guys have. We may, who knows, you know, we may do an impromptu show this weekend. We'll see. Just depends on kind of what, uh, what my schedule is like this weekend as we finish packing up and getting ready to uh, vacate the middle of our house and the basement of our house, which is unfortunately getting completely demoed and and renovated and, uh, not necessarily most of it, not by choice. So it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting six weeks. That's for sure.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: But let's dive into today's show. Topic number one, Chad Bowden has made a decision. As some of you on the message board knew, we talked about this yesterday on the message board. There's been a lot of rumors out there about Chad Bowden, what was going on. So let me just kind of share with you guys where we're at. Number one, the important thing is Chad Bowden decided he's going to stay at Notre Dame. And for some people, that kind of seemed like a no brainer. And I can assure you that was not a a no-brainer. Here's basically what happened. Obviously, Michigan named Sharon Moore as their new head football coach. And one of the first things he did was reach out to Chad Bowden and express interest in bringing him on. From what I was told uh, by my sources, uh, it was uh, the general manager was the position that they were looking for, which is certainly a significantly bigger step from where Uh, uh, what he has at Notre Dame where he's just the director of recruiting and has a very narrow focus when it comes to acquisition of talent and this is more of an overseeing the roster so to speak from a recruiting standpoint a GM in college football is not like a GM in in the NFL in in most instances there's no like contract negotiations and things like that but just kind of bringing it all together and talking about Um, you know just hey we need to make sure that and and it's really needed because you've got high school recruiting you've got the portal you've got your own players you know leaving through the portal that you some you want to say okay good luck to you some you want to try to convince to say there needs to be sort of a a, a bringing it all under one umbrella and that's what more and more teams are doing and that's the job that Michigan uh, offered Chad Bowden I was also told that it came with a hefty pay raise and it left Chad in a very interesting decision because, as you all know, he's very loyal to Marcus Freeman and, and really loves it at Notre Dame. But at the same time, you, you know, everybody has their own career goals and ambitions it was an opportunity for Chad to potentially, you know, take a big step in the world and go play for the defending national or, go, you know, go work with the defending national champions. And it really was going to come down to did Notre Dame want him to stay or not? And was Notre Dame willing to do what was necessary to keep him to stay? And it wasn't just going to be about matching the the money. Notre Dame had to step up and match up the money, but then also say, "Hey, look, here's how we value you from the standpoint of what you can bring to this program." And I don't know uh, right now. I don't know what role he has. I don't know what his you know if he's going to keep the same title, but just have more more you know other because there there's a couple things Notre Dame could do. Number one is they could just kind of keep him the director of recruiting, but then just put other aspects of the program under him and just let people know like hey this is Susan you know this is who's in charge of all these different things the other things they could do is kind of give him a new title don't know what that would be uh, you know could be director of player personnel could be general manager whatever the case may be and you know that's kind of what people are doing it maybe they create a general manager position whatever the whatever the new role may be and then he would still have a do what he does now when it comes to directing the recruiting, but then there would be other parts of the program that now fall under, under his umbrella as well. Some of it, he was already doing, but now it's just more formal and more official. And now everybody knows that's the guy that's that's running the show. Cause essentially the the way that it is right now and the way that it has been since he got here. So if, for those of you who don't know how, you know, Chad Bowden's necessarily you've heard about him recently, but you're not quite, he wasn't someone who you were familiar with early on. He was at Cincinnati with Marcus Freeman, and he was Marcus Freeman's director of recruiting for the defense. When Marcus Freeman was hired as the defensive coordinator in Notre Dame, one of the things he demanded, and it was a brilliant move, uh, was to was to force Brian Kelly. And I don't mean this negatively, because from what I understand, Brian Kelly was on board with it. So I don't I don't, don't want to make it seem like it was twisting Brian Kelly's arm and Brian Kelly didn't want to do it. It was more so, hey, look, this is what I want. Brian Kelly, Jacks Warwick said, OK, let's do it. Uh, but it was basically, you know, forcing Notre Dame to kind of, hey, you're going to have to change how we do things a little bit because this guy is important for me as my director of recruiting for the defense. So that first year in 2021, Chad Bowden was the director of recruiting on defense, and we saw we saw the fruits of that, right? when when uh, I'm pretty sure I'm accurate on this, but when Marcus Freeman was hired in January, officially on January, uh, I believe it was January, and then Chad definitely came in in January, Notre Dame had yet not yet offered Benjamin Morrison, Jaden Mickey, Um, Jalen Sneed and there's a couple other players that a junior to Alamaca was another guy they had not yet or uh, offered yet and so then obviously in Tyson Ford we've talked about this a lot was leaning towards Oklahoma Aiden Gobiro was leaning towards Penn State Josh Burnham was leaning towards Michigan so then obviously Chad Bowden comes in and the tide turns with a lot of those things of course Marcus Freeman is the director of all this right like I don't want to make it seem like you know, Chad's doing this and Marcus Freeman's reaping the benefits. It's it's that combination of the two of them. But, but with having Chad, there's so many things that Chad can do that take a lot of that legwork off of what Coach Freeman does. And he can focus on, at the time, coordinating the defense, coaching the linebackers, and then doing the actual recruiting. And also Chad does a lot of individual recruiting as well. Then when Marcus Freeman was promoted to head coach, obviously Ch- Chad Bowden was named the director of recruiting. And we've seen the results of it. Right. And so people will I've, I had this is a response that somebody had to me the other day in the message boards. And and it was it was a fair response. I'm not criticizing this person. But the comment was, well, they haven't really changed the game. They haven't really you know, done any better uh, from a recruiting standpoint, because look at where their classes rank. And they talk about this year's class was like 10th or 12th or something like that. But I think that's a very flawed way of looking at it. And there's a lot of different ways to look at the success because I, I don't think it's debatable that recruiting has gotten better. And it was, I would advise any of you that have that same feeling, stop looking at recruiting rankings from the standpoint of where they rank, because there's a lot of things that you know that, that there's a lot of context lacking in that. Couple things that I would point out. Number one, one of the flaws in the recruiting system is it just evaluates the recruits you signed. So if you sign eight defensive linemen and one linebacker, two DBs, but six of those eight defensive linemen are super, super highly ranked and you have a great receiving core and a great quarterback coming in, but your, your other positions are not having met, you can have the number one recruiting class like Texas A&M did a couple of years ago. But you can't field a team with that unit, right? And so what Notre Dame has done, number one, under Marcus Freeman and Chad Bowden, is you're seeing a lot more balanced classes. They're not having big misses, and you know we've seen this from Notre Dame. Somebody said, you know, hey, look the the 20 whatever class was ranked really high, and, and the 2022 class was ranked high. And I'm like, yeah, that 2022 class had misses at this position. The 21 class struck out at this position. I mean, we've seen years in the past where Notre Dame struck out completely at defensive end, and then the next year struck out completely at defensive tackle. We've seen twice in the last five or six years that Notre Dame struck out completely at safety in in a class. And so we've seen these things happen where they have had these big misses. You know, receiver class is short numbers and then you have guys moving positions. And and so there's been just a lot of holes, even though the, the class ranking was higher because recruiting was a little bit more spread out in some different areas. Well, now What you're seeing is with NIL, certain programs are kind of up their game and they're getting more of the highly ranked kids. And so that's bumping Notre Dame down. But if you compare Notre Dame's rankings to what they've done in the past, it's significantly better. And so I I broke this down on the message board. And and again, one of the many reasons why it's it's good to be on the message board, because this sparked a good conversation you know, but the point that I, that I made is, you know, a, about it is, is this is like, look, you, you've you got to look at, at more than just where they were ranked. And an example of that is when you look at Notre Dame's ranking this year, there are, some people have them outside the top 10, which I think is just nuts to have this, this class outside of the top 10. I, I I don't, I see, I think this is a top five class and I'll have my own personal rankings coming out here in a little bit, but you know, when I, when you look at the class, you say, well, it it only ranks 10th or 12th and compared to others, there's other ways to look at it. And so this person, for example, was using two, four, seven sports. And I said, okay, let's look at how two, four, seven sports grades classes. There's three different ways. They, they give some sort of number value to a class. Number one is they'll just do a ranking one, two, three, four, five, where it ranks amongst others. Two is a total point system. And they only count like certain number of players and things like that. And then number three, is the average grade per player so if you look at really the three classes that marcus freeman and chad bowden had a big impact on 22 23 and 24 especially 23 and 24 you'll see some interesting numbers the rank the grade for uh for notre dame in those instances is 274.27 and 24 272.74 in 2023 and 275.44 points in 2022. The average per player ranking is 91.4 this year, 91.77 last year, 91.82 this year. And that's even with what I would argue seven or eight players that they're just wildly off on in my opinion. But the last time that Notre Dame had a had a class grade any better than Notre Dame's lowest ranking in the three years of Marcus Freeman which was 270.2.74, which is the 23 class. The last time they had a grade better than that was 2013. That's the Jalen Smith, Will Fuller, Mike McGlinchey, Eddie VanderDose class, Malik Zaire, Greg Bryant, Torrey Folston. That class had had more points. The last time, this goes and and the two classes before that did not have as high of a grade either. The 2011 class was Stephon Tuitt, Aaron Lynch, Eshek Williams. Those guys also did not get to the numbers that this class had. If you look at the average star, any three of these classes have had and this. So this goes all the way back to the 2010 class. And then if you look at the average per player ranking, all go again from 21 to to 14. None of them had the grade that any of the last two classes had. The closest was 90.78 which is well over half point below what this current class is or what this current class has per player, and it is the lowest of the last three years. The last time you can find one better, again, 2013. And then 2012 to 2010, none of those classes had a higher per player average either. So you can look at the one, two, three, four, five type of ranking, but I'm looking at the value of the class, even if you're going to use what I believe to be the flawed system that they use. This is not just true for 247 sports. If you look at Rivals, if you go back from 09 to 2021, there was only one class that had more points or a higher per player average than the 22, 23, or 24 classes. All, and, and the point is, so you understand what I'm saying, none of those classes were as good as any of the three classes Marcus Freeman has been a part of, any of them. So it's not taking the 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 number one and saying, well, it's better than any of those other. No, no, no. You could take the worst ranking of the last three years, and it's better than anything they had done from 09 to 21 with one exception. That was the 2013 class. So you could say, well, that class was better than anything Marcus Freeman has done. Fair. That class was very good. It came after the 12-0 season and season and all that. But they've. it's about stacking classes, right? That's what I say. It's about stacking classes. And if you look at a round, so the 2013 class, had a, a 284.77 points and a 92.30 ranking. But the next year they were down to 260 and only an 89 ranking. And then in four of the next five years or three of the next four years, they only got above 90 once. They only got above 260.44 once, one other time. They were below 250 in sixteen, and just above 250 in 2017. And from after uh, the 284.77, they never, had, they never got up to 270 until the 2021 class, which was 270.65. So it's that stacking classes in a row that we've seen change. And a lot of that has to do with Marcus Freeman being the head coach and also partly the defensive coordinator. But another huge part of that is Chad Bowden. And anyone that follows recruiting knows that. And I'm not talking about people who follow crew like me or Ryan. I'm talking about you all. You know, ask Brandon Plensner. I know he's someone who reads a lot of the articles that we put out, that other people put out. Brandon's always consuming recruiting content. He'll tell you, anytime a kid talks about his relationship with Notre Dame, nine out of ten times, Freeman and Chad are often primary names mentioned or at least will be part of the conversation. He has certainly had a huge, huge impact on Notre Dame's recruiting. And he's he, he was a guy that they had to do – whatever possible to keep him now would losing him have meant the end of the world no it wouldn't have I mean they'd still have a program and all that and and there's things they could have done to overcome the loss but it's kind of like you know you you lose a a great player you're still going to be okay there but you're not going to be as good and that was the fear now Notre Dame doesn't have to worry about that Now you keep Chad Bowden in place, you keep that team in place that he has as long as possible, and you're just going to keep doing what you're doing, stacking classes on top of each other. And of course, they're off to a great start in the 2025 class. So this is a big thing. It may not seem like it. It's not an offensive coordinator, no line class or a coach or a strength coach or things along those lines. But the fact of the matter is talent acquisition is, is absolutely vital. Absolutely vital to success. We've all seen this, right? People complain all the time. You don't know, have good enough players here. I'm good enough players there. And, that, and the thing is, they're doing all this in this NIL era as well, which is showing that this group of coaches can can thrive in that regard. And so, being able to keep Chad Bowden on staff has been is huge for Notre Dame, and it's just another example of Marcus Freeman and the Notre Dame administration stepping up and doing what it needs to do to make sure that this staff uh, is as good as it can be. Under Marcus Freeman and that that's vitally vitally important and it also gives you a win over Michigan right I mean that 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 can't be denied I mean this is your director of recruiting who Michigan made a hard run at and so now anytime you're recruiting a kid and you're going against Michigan you can genuinely say I believe Notre Dame is a better place than Michigan Chad Bone can say that to any recruit I believe that we have a better shot at winning a title with you in college than Michigan does. I believe this place has a higher ceiling, or I believe this place can do this, and I believe this place can do that because he's put his money where his mouth is, so to speak. He got the offer to go run Michigan's program, essentially, as a, from the GM standpoint. He got that pursuit. It was one of the first things Sharon Moore did when he got hired was to say, we want that guy. And Chad said, nope, I'm hitching my wagon to Notre Dame and Marcus Freeman. And that is huge that is absolutely huge for Notre Dame. Not only do they keep Chad, but now they can say, "Hey, listen, uh, you know, other people wanted me. Michigan, the defending champs, wanted me. So when I tell you that that we're serious about this place, that I believe in this place, that this is what Marcus Freeman and this coach can do, I'm putting my my life on that. Right? I'm putting my livelihood. I'm betting my livelihood on that because I chose not to go with the champs. I chose to stay here." because we're going to be champs here. That's a great selling point for Notre Dame. And if Chad Bone is smart, and I know that he is, he's going to use that. And it's going to be a big part of a sales pitch to recruits moving forward. So big, big win for Notre Dame. I'm going to move on to the Riley Leonard conversation next. But before we do, folks, do me a favor, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell and share this podcast. And if you've not done so, you should be on the message board because we put this on the message board as soon as I got the the call this morning. This is what's going on, that this was happening. We put it right on the message board. So we've been talking about this on the message board for over an hour. It's just another great reason to be on the message board. So you can, you can find that at boards.hoursbreakdown.com. Join today. They have monthly memberships, annual memberships, booster clubs, all types of great options, but you're definitely, if you haven't been on it, or if you've been off for a while, now's a great time to join. You can find that again at boards. boards.hoursbreakdown.com.
2: MyPatriotSupply.com